G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Hoopball. My name is Mitch Casey and you can find me on Ball Boys NBA on Twitter. Today we are doing a 10-team Roto Mock Draft. No punting in this podcast episode. Let's go. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey. And once again, you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Couple of guests joining us today. The guru, as always, Callum Mark is in the building. How you doing, man? Doing well, Mitchie. Um, ready for another draft. Let's get it going. Getting right into it. And also for his second time around, uh, the hoop ball master himself, uh, Adam King. How you doing, mate? Good boys. Um, looking forward to a roto draft, my first one of the season. So, and I will be punting for, oh, for okay. anyone that's interested. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have to, but uh, I'll punt something. I don't know what yet. Might might have to uh, might have to draft a few more centers than uh, than history has shown on the last uh, couple of pods. But uh, we'll, we'll see how yeah. that all turns out for us. So, like we said, it's a ten uh, team, nine category uh, roto mock draft. I'm going to be selecting at pick eight. Callum is at pick four, and Adam King is at pick number two. Let's get this draft started. All right, so what are we thinking here, boys? I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Adam, first. I don't think it changes too much uh, roto to head-to-head who you're selecting here. Um, who, who, are you hoping for someone? Is it Jokic? Is it Steph? Or are you actually going James Harden with the Kyrie news? Uh, oh, yeah, look, I mean, if Jokic falls, I'll take him, but I... I think at this point we're just assuming that he's going at one in every single draft. So, um, yeah, look, it's between uh, Steph and and Harden for me. I'm uh, I'm probably going to go Harden. I think. Okay. Um, I just think in a roto league, there we go. Jokic goes off the board, so I will take Harden. Um, yeah, look, I just think in a roto league he does a little bit more. Um, rebounds well for a guard, uh, which is which helps means I don't need to sort of chase a. a 12 rebound a, a, a game center. I can I can sort of just grab someone who's maybe going to get me eight or nine rebounds instead. And um, no, look, happy with him. And, and Curry goes at, at three. So no yeah. surprise there either. I think they're the consensus top three. Now in a roto, in a head-to-head league, I would be very happy taking Giannis here. Who are you taking at number three, at number four here, Cal? Um, I think in a roto league, I think Luca probably is the right pick here. He, he does everything. Um, I mean, yes, look, he is a bulk shooter. Uh, the three throws could be a bit better. But in terms of the sheer points, rebounds, assists, um, it's pretty pretty crazy. So I'm going to take Luca. Luca Doncic, you're not worried about the percentages? Um, I think we'll roll with it. Um, it. It could be salvageable. We'll see what my maybe I need another big man on the swing to to up it to get that field goal up. Um, but I'm I'm feeling Luca in this one. Okay, okay. Well, that makes my decision a little easier because I was. At pick eight, I was wondering who I was going to select. I think personally, I would I wouldn't be taking Luca that high myself. Oh, and Giannis goes at pick number six, and I think obviously you're in a roto league, so you are 
you're obviously going to be putting yourself in a bit of a hole there with those free throw percentage. So I'm going to have a few players that I'm pretty happy to take at pick eight here. Um, I'm hoping I, I had Jason Tatum and Carthony Towns in on my board, hoping one of them fell to me. Didn't expect maybe Lillard or Kevin Durant to be there, so I might have a bit of a decision on my hands. Who are we going here? Just make sure everyone. Did you have a preference between a Dame Lillard or a Kevin Durant in a, in a roto format? I think I think Kevin Durant is my preference here. I'm, I'm hoping he falls to me now in a roto league, uh, and of course uh, there sniped. he goes. He's but, gone. <laughs> so just as I say that, uh, all right. Now I think I didn't expect him to be here, but I think I will have to go with a Damian Lillard here. It's going to shore up my free throw percentage, which is something I'm very conscious of. I am conscious of the percentages early. There's not many guys after the first few rounds that can give you bulk uh, volume in those percentages. So, um, yep, I'm going to make sure it's... Yeah, I'm going to go Damian Lillard here at pick number eight, which I don't think is... Uh, I'd be surprised if he's there in in a lot of drafts, but hey, in this draft, he, he has fallen. And Tatum... I think that's a great pick. Um, Damian Lillard, pick eight, pretty huge. As you touched on, um, look, the field goal, obviously, you might have to try and pick that up. Uh, but the three throw percentage, he was one of the best contributors for free throw percentage last season. Um, so that's going to be a really good positive input. Everything else, points, threes, definitely a good steal. Paul George and Anthony Davis gone at the turn here. And again, this is the the beauty about sometimes doing these um, these 10-team leagues. All our, all our teams are going to look pretty good after the first few rounds because <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, I'll turn that sound right off. Thank you very much. Um, okay, damn it. Okay, I was hoping one of those guys were going to come back to me. I think I just have to take the best player available at this point. Um, I did want one of those big guys, Davis or Embiid, to come back to me with their field goal percentage. But I've been preaching all year, all preseason long, that I think there is a clear top 13. And the 13th player that I think is available is still here. Um, in a Roto League, I'm less worried about his risk of unvaccination. And so I'm going to take that player. And it, it's Bradley Beal. So a couple of guards to get me started off. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm going to get a big man on the way back. What are your, what are your thoughts on Beal and his uh, vaccination status, Adam? Um, oh, look, I, yeah, I, I'm not – I may be bumping down one one place, yeah. two places, not not too much um, because, yeah, I mean, he, he, what, he might miss 10 games, 12 games, but um, I've said it on many podcasts – most players I can see missing eight games, yeah. six games. Yeah. Like there's not going to be many that play more than 75 games. I wouldn't think this season. So, um, yeah, I, I think, and I think he's fine there. I mean, you need points early. So, um, grabbing him at 13 is, is fine. Yeah. I, I think he's a clear top 13 guy. I think that, 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 that 13 players separate themselves. And I personally think there's a bit of a drop off before the next sort of players here. Um, and we've got a few, Looks like we've got another punter in the building here going with Zion Williams. I think that was the, the, the um, Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, drafter. So, you know, we said there was no punting on this episode, but looks like there'll be plenty of it going around here. Uh, Cal, you're on the clock. I am. Um, I probably, look, I would like to get a big man. There's a few here. It's a bonus. Vucevic. You still got Randall. Um, all of which would be good picks here, just to kind of match with Luca, fill the stats. Um, there's always a bit of an argument between Sabonis and Randall. You're, you're pretty much a win-win. There's not a huge difference there. I'm probably 
Or do I go do I go LeBron, LeBron Luca combo? That could be interesting. I think I'm just gonna go Sabonis here, get some more big man stats. The field goal at about fifty four percent will kind of up what Luca's given me. Um so I'm really just trying to get up in the standings in the field goal there. Rebounds are pretty solid. I'm still pretty low on blocks. I may have to think about that on, on some more of the swings for my next bigs, but I've got a pretty good um all round group of stats here outside the defensive stuff. Yeah, I don't mind the Sabonis pick. Personally, I'd rather a Vucevic or a Bam in a, in a Roto format, but they're all pretty close in my eyes. All right, Adam, you're on the well, clock. That's my horn. Let's turn that off. There we go. Um, so, yeah, so I went with Harden first. So I'm sort of looking for a, a center here. And I did have a player in mind who is there, but I didn't think Vucevic would still be available. So I'm going to take... I'm going to take him. Um, yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, and I think, uh, as I said, I mean, he, he's going to get rebounds, but he's not going to be sort of a 12 rebound a game guy. But he'll get he'll get 10 a game, and with Harden, that's fine. Combined, that's almost 20 per game. Yeah, I think I think that's very very good uh, value there. Fred Van Vliet's fleet feet didn't get didn't get FVV, so uh, pour one out for him. Uh, love, love the name, by the way, Fred Van Vliet's Fleet Feet, if I can say that 10 times fast. <laughs> All right, and we've got Bam Adebayo off the board. So a bit of a little mini run of big men there with uh, Sabonis, Vucevic, and Adebayo going. Um, we know that this year the uh, the big men seem to go on a bit of a run sort of a few rounds later. Do you think that that means we should boost up the value or, or rank these guys earlier in the in the early rounds? Either of you guys? I think we do. I, I honestly think we do. It's hard to get some good big men. I think we, we've really realized doing a few of these mocks, they tend to go pretty quickly. Once you're outside the top, I want to say maybe 60, um, it can be a bit more on the slim picking. You've got a few more flyers back there, but nothing really rock solid like you have um, on the board right now. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think whilst you don't want to go too crazy, uh, and again, if you're um, in, in a head-to-head league, you can always punt the categories. But in, in this kind of roto format, I do think you do have to just boost those big guys up, and especially the big guys that can hit free throws. Uh, it's over to you again, Adam, with your round three pick. Ah, oh, and there goes the guy I wanted. Um, so I was going to take Lamelo there, um, but I'm not anymore. Um, and I had a queue of one. So oh, okay, scrambling. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, look, I've got I've got a few options. Um, yeah, look, I'm sort of with Harden and, and Vucevic. I guess points are sort of a not terrible for me, but um, Vucevic is probably only a 19 or 20 point per game player. So I want to probably lock in some points here um, and some assists. I mean, I don't need too many assists because Vooch will actually get some assists uh, and, and Harden, well, he could potentially lead the league. So um, I'm going to go with Zach Levine, probably oh. a little bit higher than than I sort of would Pick 23 off. I think that's all right. Yeah, I think that's okay. I think in a roto, I think I I boost his value up a little bit because he's one of those guards that gives you positives in both percentages, uh, which is is a bit rare. Yeah, you lack the defensive stats, but you can get that fairly consistently throughout the draft. And yeah, like you said, the points are really important to get early. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of probably looking at my team thus far, um, it's probably steals is what I need to shore yep. up a little bit now. Yep. All right, Cal, you're on the clock here. Um, I'll just me on the clock. So, I mean, Le- LeBron James is kind of staring at me. I feel like he, he fits my team somewhat well right now. Just 
stacking these stats and then maybe specialize in a few later on the draft. Um, then again, I still got Donovan Mitchell. He's pretty good. Let's you down a bit in field goal. Um, but outside of that, he definitely still could fit my team. But I'm going to take LeBron. I think some people are sleeping on him. He, he could be a contender for MVP. And, and I feel like, yeah, look, Westbrook's there. There's some rumors, but I, I just don't think he's the type to rest. I, I'm still pretty confident with what he's going to produce. With your selection of LeBron there, are you are you going with a bit of a soft free throw percentage punts with your selection of Sabonis, Luca, and LeBron, all sub-par free throw shooters? I'm definitely forced to do that, but in the road to, I still want to, I'll be in the bottom quarter um, on that category. We'll, we'll see what the next few picks are and, and what I can pick up, but obviously right now I'm not going to be high up in those categories at all, but i got really good points, pretty reasonable rebounds, um, and my assists are just pretty solid all, all through the board as well. Okay, fair enough. I, th- I think... I think there is there is something to be said about punting, and especially if you know where there's another team punting, like the team that does select uh, Zion Williams and a uh, and a Giannis. You know, you're not probably going to be last in that category, so at least you're not losing on out all the points. But interesting strategy. It'd be be interesting to see how your team looks at the end of the draft here. All right, come up to my pick. I'm definitely hoping that a big man lands here. People watching along can see my screen. I've got two guys highlighted, so I definitely have a preference for one over the other, but. We will see who is there at the end. Uh, to give you guys a bit of insight, I've got DeAndre Ayton and Clint Capella highlighted in my queue because I need those rebounds. I need the field goal percentage. I need the blocks to go in there. I prefer DeAndre Ayton just to look after my free throw percentage. I am trying to look after both percentages early so then I can take a few more shitty percentage guys later in the draft. Um, let's go. Who's on the board here? Fred Van Fleet's feet, Fleet, Fleet's fit. Feet, feet. Jesus Christ, I couldn't say that. <laughs> it's a hard one. It definitely is a hard one. <laughs> I'm going to master it by the end of the draft. All right, and both my guys are on the table. So, yes, I'm going to be taking DeAndre Ayton to shore up my rebounds. I've got plenty of points, assists, free throw percentages, and threes, so I'm okay there. Just need some of those big guy stats. So there I've got my got my center on the board and I'm pretty happy with that at, at pick 29 he's he's definitely lower on my board in a head-to-head league but in a roto I think he, he gets a bit higher in terms of value there and you did mention Clint Capella who you were also considering yeah um, are you concerned about his Achilles because that is kind of spooking me a little bit uh, he's, not, apparently he's got a, a yeah sore, obviously not a torn Achilles but yeah. there's some kind of injury there sore Achilles I'm not too worried unless there's a bit more of a timeline coming out from the team it's preseason so all of these guys are resting with Sore knees and sore Achilles. So, so based on the wording that I've seen so far, not super concerned. He's a pretty durable guy traditionally. You, yeah. So you're you're a little bit concerned with Clint. I like. I have been a little bit. I don't, I don't like seeing anything to do with the Achilles, obviously. So yeah. look, maybe it's a preseason thing to give him a bit extra rest. Um, he, he was a bit of a workhorse last season. Um, I don't think he missed a whole lot of games, but. Yeah, 63 no. out of 72. So that's pretty good. Um, you'd be pretty content with that if you, if you could retrace a bit of a you know, 80, 90% of games played. All right. So it's it. Back to my pick here. I guess the biggest stats that I am missing at the moment is steals. Um, I know who I want to get. It's not letting me because his name is shorter than three letters. Okay. Give me my guy. I'm really high on this guy this year, and his it's OG Ananobi, and especially in a roto format, his low turnovers, his good percentages, high steals. Uh, give me some OG at what pick number was that? Pick 33. I'm very I'm very happy to get OG at that point. 
Um, I also want to just highlight, we just had Chris Stapp's Porzingis go off the board a little bit higher than I've seen him go in a few other drafts, but I, I actually really like it. I'm, I'm really keen on Chris Stapp's. I like him better in a roto format where you've got those games limit, which kind of takes the sting away from his missed games throughout the season. Um, do you guys think that that's uh, an all right spot for Chris Stapp's to go? Uh, what number are we even at? That was at uh, 32, 32. I think that was. Uh, oh, look, if I mean... Yeah, if it, if it pays off, it's it's completely fine because he's a top twenty guy per game. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. It's probably a bit higher than I would take him, but uh, as we said, all players are going to miss games this season. So, um, yeah, look, I think once you're in this area, um, whether you take him now and and, and if you want him, he's not going to come back to you. No. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's fine. Oh, it's coming up on me here. Callum's on the board. Oh, just to continue, you, you, you take your play here, Cal. Just to continue on, Paul Zingas, I think he's one of the best risk-reward picks in the early middle rounds because, I, I, like you said, he's a top 20 per game guy. And, you know, if he's, like, missing the same, on average, amount of games as everyone else in the league, I think you've got a, a bit of a steal in your hands, uh, as much of a steal as you can get in these sort of early rounds, personally. Yeah, no, I think um, he's proven what he can do. Um it's just, it's just how many games he he plays, and yeah, I mean, the fact that he, he seems to be injured every year, like there seems to be something every year that that's the concern. But maybe this is the year that he plays seventy yeah. games. All right, Cal, we've been talking a lot. Um, Who, who I'm going to take Russell Westbrook. Oh, um, he's really leaning into the punt here. Things are just getting <laughs> going for a bit of a punt. Things are getting my, crazy. My field goal will be a bit odd, but um, my my three three percentages. Obviously, going to be pretty, pretty dumpster. It's going to be in the garbage. So that's okay. We're um, I lent in here, not really aiming to a punt, but we we got a pretty um soft to the harsh punt on the free throws. But I'm I'm okay with it. I've got a lot of assists on my team right now. A lot of points. So many points. My field goal is still going to be pretty competitive. I'm expecting Westbrook's field goal to definitely jump up from last season, playing with LeBron and playing with Anthony Davis. His I think his assists will still be there. The rebound should be there. Anthony Davis is playing a bit more center as well. He'll be swiping in there like he always is. You know my feelings about Westbrook, Callum. Uh, I, I, I must say, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the pick. I, I must let it be known. Um, I'm, I'm, I think 37 is okay. Um, and for a roto format, I feel like there's, there's something there, especially when his field goal will come up. Yeah, I'm, I'm even less convinced in a roto format. But we'll, we'll go over to you, Adam. Uh, who are you selecting uh, here? You obviously took Christian Wood in your last pick. I did. Um... So I'm just getting a bit of a cue. I had uh, just got to decide. So I've got two players in mind. Let me just make sure they're both there. Yep, they are. Um, so, yeah, I said with my last pick I needed to get steals and then I, t- I took Christian yeah. Wood who doesn't get any steals. So, uh, yeah, it's steals with this pick. Okay. Um so the two, I'm looking at Anthony Edwards and Lonzo Ball okay. here. Yes. Um, and I think I'm probably just going to go with Anthony Edwards ju- again just for those points yep. um, because then come later in the draft, I don't need to be sort of going, oh, I need, I need points and then I'm reaching for these guys like – uh, Evan Fournier or yeah. um, Gary Trent or these guys who will get you 15 points but nothing else. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm okay with I'm okay with him there. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't mind it at all. I think he I think he's solid. A little bit shaky on the turnovers and and uh, and percentages, but like you said, those points are super valuable. Yeah, um, and look, to be honest, turnovers I'm not worried. Like 
Do, <laughs> do you still go into like a roto draft and, and not care about turnovers? Yeah, I mean, I'm not actively punting them, but yeah. I also don't care about them because yeah. you, you chase these guys at the top who are going to score and have the ball in their hands. They're going to turn the ball over. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much with turnovers. I agree. I sort of if if I have the option, I and there goes Lonzo Ball immediately after your pick. Yeah, um, I was hoping he was going to come to me. Um, Callum, you're back on the clock here. So I'm back on the clock. Um, I'm thinking maybe I will just stack a bit more guards. Currently, I, I really do need some more steals. Um, my guards right now is Luca and Westbrook. So I've actually got a lot of rebounds. Both those guys can put up ten rebounds a game. Pretty yeah, lots of rebounds. It's a lot of rebounds. So I'm I'm probably going to eye down someone and maybe a steal specialist. Um, so I'm like I'm loving Dejounte Murray this year. I want him on my team. I'm going to take him. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of minutes with the Spurs, and those steals will definitely kind of up me in that in that one rank there. I think pretty considerably. He could lead the league in steals, honestly. Yeah, I, uh, look, I, I like Dejounte Murray. I actually think he is going a little late in drafts. I, I think he could be potentially a big breakout. We've been we've been seeing him improve each every, each and every year, and obviously the hole that's left by DeMar DeRozan. So I don't, I don't mind the pick there. Obviously, he's not someone that gets any blocks. His threes for a guard are a bit lower than you'd like, but um, you can't deny the production in other areas. So I, I don't mind it there. Rashawn Holmes, I think that's a great pick there at pick 45. I, I do love me some Rashawn Holmes especially. Oh, fuck me. There goes my guy, Jalen Brown. <sighs> okay, I'm going to have to rethink my board here. Um, yeah, Jalen Brown at pick 46. I think that's awesome value. So uh, good job, new team eight, who was a late addition to the draft. Um, what do you guys think about Jalen Brown? I think I think that's a bit of a steal there at that, at that spot. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's he's sort of about as solid as you'll find in in this range. Yeah. Um, he's not going to sort of blow up and be a top top twenty, top twenty five player, but he'll just cruise along at top top thirty, top forty value, no problems at all. Yeah. Uh, and he looked uh, really good. Actually, I watched a bit of the Celtics game uh, oh, yesterday. Oh, you're on the board too. Yeah, um, I know. I'm, I'm browsing through. Yeah, so watching it, the first thing I noticed was how lean he looks. Um, looks quick, lean. So I think he. It looks like he's lost a little bit of weight um, in the off season, um, probably just to help with those little injuries and niggles that that players get. Um, so no, I, I'm yeah. I think he'll be really good this season. My, uh, I'm going to be selecting um, my nemesis from last year, who I had on my team, Jaron Jackson Jr. With this next pick. Uh, just. Basically, my reasoning there is the is the big man run. I want to get a little bit ahead of the curve here. Um, I also know that blocks are concentrated in a few different guys, so I want to be keep keep building up those categories. Um, my team looks pretty safe from an injury standpoint, so I'm I'm okay taking a little bit more of a riskier guy. Um, in saying that, though, no injuries before this season. He's he's looking good, so I am pretty happy taking Jaron Jackson Jr. at that spot. What you, I'm interested to see where Kyrie goes in this draft. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's so hard to know. I mean, maybe it's better in a in a roto format. Yeah, I think it is because you, I mean you you basically have all these IR spots, mm. um, so it's better. But if he's going to only play 35 games, yeah, I was going to say um, it's it's still half the season. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't think I'll be touching him um, anywhere unless because I just don't think he'll fall far enough. Yeah, I've got that. Oh, Draymond Green goes ahead with Eagle Eye 
taken. So here we go. Here's the big man run starting to occur here with John Collins and Draymond Green going. And it's back on to me. Um, I, I think Draymond Green is awesome value in the drafts this year. It's hard to take him super early because of the points, but I think he I think he is awesome value. All right, let's have a look here. Again, I'm just staying ahead of the big man run here. And looking at a big guy. Now, do I go? I'm looking at two here. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take my guy here. I'm going to take the big Celtic, Robert Williams. At pick 53, I think that's fine. I'm more comfortable with him in a roto format than a head-to-head, but I guess it, it depends on it depends on your build in a head-to-head league. With him starting the other day in the preseason game, it builds me up with a little bit more confidence, although Al Horford said he was expecting to start. Um they might be starting together by the looks of it, which gives me more confidence that there's going to be more minutes at center in general. So I think his his upside, especially at this spot, is is sky high as a, a crusher per minute producer. Callum, you're on the clock. I'm on the clock. Um, I'd love to get some blocks, uh, but there's no one really in this range. They hard. I, I can probably get someone on the turn. So maybe I'll say that for next pick. Uh, my threes are pretty average. Um, I did notice outside that before. Of, outside of Luca, <laughs> outside of Luca, my threes aren't looking great. So, um, I look. I like CJ. CJ was you know averaging almost five threes a game before he went down with his injury last season, and he obviously did drop off. Um, he is definitely in my eye. Terry Rozier, I seem to draft him in every single draft. Solid twenty-five and five um, can pretty much do it all. But I, I think I'm just going to go CJ here. I'm just going to up the threes, be competitive there. My points are through the roof, so I can really just focus maybe on blocks and steals in the next few picks. Yeah, um, I think just to up that. I think that's a solid. That's a solid pick there. It definitely fills a need of your team with those those threes and and, and getting those points early. So I, I like that pick. It's a classic Callum McMullen pick, but um, I think it, I think it is the right <laughs> spot. Look, I've always been a bit. Um, CJ McCallum is like a mix of my name, so <laughs> I've always had a bit of a soft spot for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can definitely see the resemblance. <laughs> All right, Adam, coming up to your pick here. Uh, what are we at? Pick fifty-eight. So you'll be at pick fifty-nine. Anyone you're eyeing down here in the in the spot? No, look, I've got um, my percentages are probably not great um, either of them. So I probably just want to try and shore up my percentages a little bit. Um, I was punting blocks, but that's sort of fallen by the wayside. And I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I'm not good in blocks, but I'm not terrible either. I'm probably in the middle somewhere. So I've sort of changed my tact a little bit there. Um, and what are we at? 50, Malcolm Brogdon's just gone off the board. So if you were considering him, he's gone. And man, cause as I said, I'm not, I'm normally punting at this point, so I'm not, I'm not actively looking for centers at this point of the draft, but damn, there are none. I know. It that's is run, really that, empty. That run, it, it happens very quick before you know yeah. it. Um, so I'm just going to go with a, a nice cross-the-board pick here and take Gordon Haywood. Yep. Um, pretty good roto guy. Doesn't really hurt you anywhere. Um, health, a bit of a concern, but again, for, for roto, um, I think yeah. I think he's fine around this area. Yeah, I like it. Is that? Do you guys have a rule of like, especially in a roto? I know we say this like you can take a bit more of those like risky, historically injured guys. Do you have a limit of how many of those guys you want to have on your team before you sort of uh, feel like you have too many? 
Yeah, I think you're right. You can have to take a bit more of a gamble just because of that whole 82 um, games played um, games setting. Cap, that, yeah. Yeah, the cap. I, I do like how you can, um, you know, get a pretty solid bench. And especially in a, in a league like this, say you got, you know, this is a 10-man league. Yeah. So your, your team is going to be deep. Your bench players will be good and it will be worthwhile, you know, throwing them into the lineup pretty, pretty often. I'll just interrupt you there, Cal, because uh, Kyrie Irving just went at pick 61. Uh, what are our thoughts there? Adam, you, you make your selection here. I'll keep chatting to Cal. What, Cal, what are your thoughts of Kyrie Irving going at pick 61? Look, I, I wanted to select him outside. I, I said I consider outside the 50, um, depending on what my team was like. And yeah. if, he, if he fitted, then yeah, but it still is quite a gamble right now. No one really knows how that man works. Uh, he's very much an individual. So he could end up playing, you know, less than 30 games. He could get the, the shot before the season and he'll be good to play 82. It's, it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah, look, I, I had him in my queue. I won't lie. He was in my queue. I was starting to think about it. Um, obviously, he won't have to make that decision anymore. Um, Adam, you've taken Mikhail Bridges there, very strong Roto player. Uh, I'll, I'll get your take on Kyrie Irving um, before you talk about Mikhail. Um, so what, he went at 70, 71. Oh, 61, um, 61. Uh, 61, sorry, we're not. Yep. Yeah, so uh, too early for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think even in in 40, whatever game, 35, 40 games. Um, and uh, yeah, I... I don't know. Maybe it is okay. Uh, we're still. I mean, it's this is still your starting lineup yeah. that we're that we're doing now. Um, but he's not going to fall. I mean, what it? We've got ten active roster spots, so he's not going to fall beyond the top one hundred. No, he's definitely not um, getting that far. No, so you're going to have to get him. And and look, I suppose if I mean, I haven't seen the team who drafted him. Calling you're on the clock, by the way. You, you keep selecting your team while we chat. Um, yeah, and look, having a look at, at the team, I mean, maybe he can make some changes in terms of roster spots. But at, at, so far, he, he's only got Lamelo uh, as a guard. So he's only got two guard spots filled, yeah. Lamelo and Kyrie. Um, I'm not sure whether Ingram might have guard eligibility and Chris Middleton. I'm not sure whether they do. Um, so that's yeah, all. I mean, if you had, if he was your fourth guard, then then maybe, but. Um, as a second guard, probably a bit early. But look, it's a it's a mock draft, and yep. you do what you want to do. <laughs> you can do what you want to do. There's little consequence, yep. but um, but yeah, I, I do I do find it an interesting spot that he went there. Callum, you've taken Isaiah Stewart. Uh, I like the pick there, especially when we're we're getting a bit thin on centers here. Um, talk me through your your selection there. Yeah, that was kind of my reasoning. My, my only proper big man is Sabonis, who doesn't really give me any blocks at all. So um, right now, my blocks are pretty atrocious. I, I think Stewart can. Give me like one and a half, not really hurt you anywhere. Um, my points are through the roof, so I don't mind if Stewart only averages about 10 points a game. I'm, I'm going to be, you know, definitely on the upper um, upper quartile on, on that area anyway. So Stewart, I think around that range, 65-ish, I've always been pretty happy taking him. Yep, fair enough. And uh, okay, so it's coming up to my selection here. I've got a, definitely a few guards on the board here that I that I am eyeing off. There's there's a there's a plentiful selection for me, so I am I am looking forward to my next pick. I'm deciding between Terry Rozier. Well, uh, that was one of them. Darius Garland. Um, uh, Derek White is someone who I'm considering here. Just having a look at my team. I'm pretty strong in. Threes. I probably need some more steals is where I am lacking. 
So potentially, I think that pushes me into going into the Derek White direction. Let me just check to make sure I haven't forgotten someone super obvious. Yeah, no, I think I think that's yeah. I think at this point, pick sixty-eight. Surely, come on, Derek, give me a give me a good season. Finally, I've I've drafted you. I swear, three years in a row, and I'm still waiting for it. Um, hopefully, this is the year. Come on, Derek. <laughs> I like Derek White there. Um, I, I'm similar to you. I think maybe not the last three years, but at least the last two I, I've yeah. had him. Um, and he's flash. He, like he's flashed what he can do. Yeah, yeah um, he has. Yeah, he's been a bit and, unlucky with random injuries, toe injuries, and all this nonsense. Yeah, like he has. He hasn't. He hasn't had any injuries that you sort of jump off the page no. as they're going to be long term things. So it's it's just been. Yeah, bad luck. So hopefully this is the season. Um, I know a couple of years ago there was the sort of the the thought process of whether you could have him on the floor with certain players, and um, but the Spurs are in a different position now. Um, and he, as long as he's healthy, he should be playing a ton of minutes. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, I, I think top fifty is certainly on the cards. Yeah, I, I think so. He's definitely got that potential. And um, yeah, what did I get him at 68? I'm, I'm pretty happy there. Fit what I wanted to be doing. Um, he's solid in both percentages, so not really hurting you anywhere. Uh, so that's the that's the perfect kind of roto player that you like to see. Had Colin Sexton and Terry Rozier. So all players that I had in my queue, basically, I've uh, gone in a row. Darius Garland, Derek White, Terry Rozier, and Colin Sexton. I think those are all very good selections. And there's another guy in my queue. Cade Cunningham has gone. What are you guys' thoughts? Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you, uh, Cal. Cade Cunningham at pick 71. Are you, are you all for it? Yeah, he was high on my list, actually. I, I was considering him. I think in this kind of league, because he's a guy that shouldn't really hurt you too much. Um, he's just going to, you know, be competitive and, and blocks. I uh, so not blocks, steals, I, I think, it, as well as rebounds, assists, a bit of points. Um, c- kind of like a bit of a Lamelo ball from last season is kind of like the stats I would expect him. Maybe not as elite in steals. Um, that was a bit of a shock. But Cade Cunningham, he's going to have the ball. He's going to play a lot of minutes. Um, another guy I'm looking at now, Jeremy Grant. Be interesting to see how that influences his, his kind of overall playmaking. He was obviously kind of the number one option. He will have to, to some degree, take a step back, but I still think the minutes and the um, the plays should still be there to some degree. Maybe his field goal comes up, so maybe even considering him at this point too. Yeah, I'm my my cue's just been absolutely obliterated, and I'm I'm stuck at a bit of a bit of a point here. Oh, this could be. Who should I go? I'm looking at a couple of. I still need some more steals. I'm trying to get ahead of this big man run. I don't necessarily love this pick, but it's a bit of a boring safe pick. PJ Washington. He's a center that's going to give me some steals, blocks, threes, solid all around. Not not going to hurt me anywhere. So, I guess it's a boring pick, but I didn't really love anyone in this range of the draft. At this point, what what are, uh, what are your thoughts on PJ, uh, Adam? Uh, I like him this year. Um, no, uh, what he started, uh, he came off the bench yesterday. He did, yeah. Um, whether that's what they're looking at doing, or they're just—I mean, a lot of a lot of teams are just um, mucking around, toying with their lineups and stuff like that at the moment. So whether they're going to bring him off the bench as the backup center or um, shift Miles Bridges back to the bench, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I think he's a. He's um, he should be at sort of a top 
I would say easily a top hundred player if he can play thirty minutes this season. And as you said, he gets you. He'll get you over a steal a game. Um, he hits threes. His percentages aren't awesome, but they're not terrible either. Yeah, Low so volume. in a roto uh, roto league, yeah, I think he, he's a he's a really nice pickup here. And as you said. And I'm looking because I need rebounds. <laughs> there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah. There's there's a. I can look. I can see two guys that I wouldn't mind having on my team, but that's about it. Um, the rest drop away really quickly. Callum, you're on the you're on the clock here. What are your thoughts, mate? I'm on the clock. Um, I I kind of got snapped a bit. I wanted Jeremy Grant. He got taken a couple of picks beforehand, um, which is okay. I guess it's salvageable. I I feel like I to some degree probably need to have a bit more of a forward. I'm a bit, bit low. I can salvage that maybe later. Right now, the forwards on top of the board. You got Boucher, who I'm just not really a fan of. Um, Covington could be competitive in steals and blocks. Yes, um, threes as well is another kind of weakness. I've got heaps of points, uh, but his field goal does hurt. Twelve seconds. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go Covington. Ah, I think he's kind of fits this team. No, <laughs> that's a good reaction. I like to hear he, it. He probably wasn't making it back to me, but yeah, he was. He was at the top of my board. Um, yeah, no, I, I think like at this pick. point in the draft, I mean, seventy-eight, uh, sorry, seventy-seven for a bit of a someone who is that elite in steals and someone who can get a block a game while also dropping a fair amount of threes. He is quite useful. I mean, yes, the field goal hurts. My field goal right now will be pretty on the kind of mid-range, probably inside looking out. Um, so bonus, I have so many points. I, I can kind of take him in. Um, if, if he averages about 12 points a game, it's not going to affect me. Yeah, so because you were so gung-ho on points early, your last couple of selections in Stewart and Covington um, haven't hurt you that much because you're still going to be, I would estimate, with you know Westbrook, Luca, LeBron, all of those guys. You should Sabonis, still be... Yeah, CJ. You should be still right at the top of the, the board in points there. So that is yep. the, the importance of getting that category early. Adam, you've gone with uh, Kelly Olenek there. I, I like the selection. He was definitely one of the two guys that I was... Uh, saying I'd be comfortable drafting at my center position um, at pick 80, maybe a little bit earlier than we see him go, but I think that might be a result of the the big men run. Would you agree? Uh, Yeah, it's probably... Oh, damn it. There goes Levert. Um, It's probably a little bit earlier than than I would normally go, but I need rebounds, um, and his percentages aren't aren't terrible. Um, He'll sneak a steal every game. He'll hit a three. Um, he'll score a little bit. So, again, in a roto league, I think he just doesn't really hurt you too much anywhere. Yep. And now I, now I need assists, and that's why I wanted Lavert. Yep. Um, assists are now going to be hard to come by soon. Yeah. Um, oh, I've and got it. Normie Powell just goes ahead of you, so you're back on the yeah. clock. Mm. I've got um, two players in mind. If they're available. Uh, oh, yep, yeah, they're both there. So two, uh, yeah, so I've got two players in mind. One one is a veteran. One is very unproven. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love those unproven guys. Let's, let's I take- do, I do. And because it's a mock, it's like sort of a bit of whatever. So I'm going to go... It could even be a boat. ...with Tyrese Maxey. Oh, you, I, I do remember you taking him very early, not even this early in the... Uh, not this early. Yeah, in the 20 Liga, and you've, you've one-upped yourself again. <laughs> yeah, I have. Well, I <laughs> mean, I took, him, I took him in that other league 
I mean, I was I was sort of had an eye on him, but I know Josh wanted him as well, so that's right. sort of why why I took him. But yeah, look, I mean, it's a mock, and if if he starts, um, then he could get five, six assists a game, 15, 16 points. Um, I, I personally think he would have made it back to you um, in a probably in a 10-team draft like this at around, you'd be probably, what, picking a pick 100-ish? Yep, yep. Oh, and there goes the, so Conley was the yeah. other one I, I had an, an eye on there. He's in my um, And probably if this was a real draft, I would have gone Conley. Okay, a bit safer. Um, just a bit safer. Uh, and in a roto, not as much of an issue. But in a mock like this, I'll just take a bit of a flyer on Maxi. It's, it's a good conversation point, but yeah, if if I yeah, I I think I would agree. I think you could play the ADP game and 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 maybe get a Tyrese Maxi, who I do really like as a late round selection. And the closer we get to the season, and the less news we have on Ben Simmons, the more and more we like him. So um, definitely someone who we like, and he was in our sleeper video and podcast recently. Callum, you've got eighteen seconds. I am. I'm, I'm honestly just tossing up between a couple of bigs here. So I'm going to be Jared Allen or. Teenage Mutant Ninja Purtle. I uh, I like the blocks. I'm going to go... I convinced myself of the name, Teenage Mutant Ninja Purtle. <laughs> I think he's due for a pretty good season. It's an excellent um, name. He, he, he's just going to be blocks. Um, my rebounds are pretty good, but I kind of the sun where I just want to be competitive in that right now because it's such a big gap in my team. I got Stuart. I got Purtle. It's a guy, obviously, he's not going to put up points, but I'm feeling pretty safe in that category. He's going to up my field goal to make it pretty competitive now as well. Yep. So... Yep, another another low scoring guy that you could you can take if you if you've looked after your points early. But yeah, especially in a in a in a build like yours where you you are definitely leaning into that punt free throws, but looking after all your other categories, uh, he he fits in nicely. Excellent blocks, good percentages. Uh, so yeah, he was another one of the guys that I said that. Um, and, and you definitely named the other guy, Jared Allen. I think those that that ends the big men run in my opinion. I think there's a huge drop off between. Uh, him and the next one. Oh, and yes, I am going to get my guy here. I'm taking my first injury slash risky. Oh, I suppose Jaron Jackson is a little bit, but I'm going to be selecting uh, Jonathan Isaac here. It's my second to last starting roster spot, and um, I'm picking again in four picks time. So I'm taking someone who per game should comfortably beat this number um, and helps me in a lot of areas that are that I need in steals and blocks um, and, and just a player that I, I really, really do rate. So I do love me some Johnny Isaac. Um, and I think at this point, I'm, I'm very happy to get him and take that risk. What are your thoughts on uh, Jonathan Isaac, Adam? Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I don't think I'm getting him anywhere and I've probably soured a little bit just with the, the COVID thing and the injury, like he's sort of, he's got a few different caveats or, or asterisks next to his name. So, yeah. um, but uh, look, I mean, per game, we, we saw what a couple of years ago when he did manage to, to play a, a nice stretch of games. Um, he was pretty incredible. So if it pays off and he, and he plays in a roto league, if he plays 60 games and you're getting him at pick, Pick ninety. Eighty eight. Yeah, or, yeah, eighty nine then, or whatever. Yeah. Then yeah, I mean he, he can be a top thirty player. We've seen that. So um uh, yeah, it's certainly worth a worth a shot at this point in the draft. Yeah, I think um Callum had a good point when we talked about him in our injury shows that with his ADP, the risk was already like built into his value anyway. So the COVID news uh, I, I kind of agree with Callum and it doesn't shift what I think of him much at all. 
because he's already he's already risky before that news came out. So, yeah, it's another thing to think about. But again, in a roto league, I think he probably falls a bit further in a head-to-head league. But in a roto league, when you can just sort of sub him in and out and just take his per game value, um, I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy with him there. I'm back on the board here. I need a guard to, to fill out my starting roster and line up here. Having a look. I'm deciding between two players here. I'm going to... What are we at? 93? Nah, let's go the fun pick. Let's do the fun pick. Let's go with uh, a rookie, Jalen Green. Give me some late late points. Um should be some good threes. Obviously, we don't have to worry about John Wall anymore. So I think I picked 93. That's that's pretty fine. I was deciding between him and Devontae Graham was the other guy who I had there. But they're both going to have poor field goal percentage. So I think I think Green's upside is just a little bit higher with the team sort of built around him and not Zion in, in, in uh, Graham's case. What are your thoughts on, uh, on Jalen Green at pick 93 there, Cal? Uh, you know, I love me some Jalen Green. The man's a bucket. If you need points at this point in the draft, I think he's great to get. Um, he'll have some off games. He'll probably have a below par field goal. That's to be anticipated. But the points would be huge. Um, he, he could, you know, put up the five rebounds, maybe four assists a game. It, I think he would portray a bit of what Anthony Edwards is putting up towards the later end of last season. Um, but yeah, I, I think the man's definitely a walking 20-point a game um, at a minimum. Yeah, and there goes the other Jalen, Jalen Suggs. Uh, coming up to you, Cal, the next pick. Oh, you're on the clock now. There goes Chris Boucher, who is out at the moment with that uh, fractured finger. Who are you thinking here, Cal? Uh, well, I need a forward to just round out my roster, and, and he's kind of right at the top of the draft board. He's probably staring at me. I think it's a pretty safe bet to go over RJ Barrett at this point in time. Um, he's only got a bit more of a ceiling. He should grow. Uh, he's got Kemba, maybe create a bit more space for him as well. Improved his I like shooting RJ last at this year. point. Sorry? I said he improved his shooting a lot last year. It increased his threes a lot. I wonder if he can take another big jump again. Exactly. And look, I need some more threes. That's probably somewhere I'm lacking. Um, I think RJ is the right pick for me just to round up my roster, and then I can um, maybe go for a bit more of a swing on my next pick. Yeah, so we're getting close to our bench now, which is when the fun begins, and we can start to take some upside and some flyers. All right, Adam, you're coming up. What are you, what are you thinking here with to, to finish up your starting roster? Oh, I don't like anyone here. Um, <laughs> I probably, yeah, let's look down my team. Evan Fournier is still on the board, who you were, you were raving about earlier. <laughs> I do, he's on my list. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, so, yeah, it's sort of... It's it's still sort of assists for me a little bit. Um, I think I sort of oh, once I oh, once no, I got he's, hardened, he's been taken away from you just before you. Oh, very well, that so I had two players in my queue, so now I have one. So <laughs> I don't know if I trust myself and just go. Yeah, all right, let's just do it. Uh, so I'm going to take Dinwiddie there yep. um, and just lean into my my percentage punt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, assists this late uh, are hard to get. So I'm just going to take him. I think points, I'm pretty good in points. I don't think I have to worry about points and threes for the rest of the draft. Um, yep. So it's more getting those those other stats now. So he'll help me with assists, uh, rebounds and blocks. But again, they're almost impossible. I do have a guy in mind for my next pick if he's there. 
Well, your pick's not too far away. Just just two spots. So hopefully he doesn't get sniped from you. Oh, actually, I should have taken him. Uh, yeah. Um, See, the, 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 the tricky part about these 10-team leagues is that I'm looking at my team and I'm, I'm pretty happy with it, but I do have to remind myself that it's it's a 10-teamer and everyone's team's still looking pretty good. And there goes uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker at pick 100. Um, he was definitely at the top of my board. Yeah, I was just thinking the exact same same thing, Mitch. Um, this is what happens in a 10-team league. You, you have a pretty stacked lineup. Yeah, That's just what comes to it. It always looks good. So I'm looking at my team. I'm feeling good, uh, but I think everyone else is. Yeah, we, we in our in our home league at the Ball Boys, we uh we we run a, a ten team head to head league, and it, it, I I do find it fun. I do prefer it over those deeper leagues. Um, but the, the deeper leagues do have their their fun in picking those hidden gems late in drafts. Adam, you're back on the clock. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, my boy Brookie Lopez goes at one hundred and one. That's good because I didn't want to have to take him. <laughs> uh, I say that ironically. I don't actually like Brook Lopez. Hmm. So yeah, I'm sort of looking for blocks here, and I mean there are a There's few a couple, guys here, yeah. um, but they do literally nothing else. Uh, and I uh, maybe I don't want him. Actually, oh man, I've only got twenty Jeez, seconds. Are we going to get the first auto pick in the draft? No, I've got a guy in my queue, and I've okay. got my mouse over the plus, <laughs> so I'm good. Um. All right, let's just go. So I'm taking Mo Bumba ah, there. Okay, I just added him to my queue. Yeah, look, he. I mean, around this, uh, I think he can be a top 100 player this season. Um, what it was hard to gauge yesterday in the Magic game what they're going to do and how they're going to run him and Wendell. Uh, but I think if if, he, if they can split minutes or Bumba can even if he only plays 22, I think we saw yesterday he. I think he almost double doubled or he did double double. And had four blocks or something. So, yeah. Um, he, yeah. I was watching a little bit of that game. He, he did look better than Wendell Carter. Uh, Calm and I are not big fans of Mobamba, but he did look pretty smooth out there and um, shot looked good. And we know yeah, if, he he looks, gets, if he gets the minutes, looks he's like he's filled stats. out a bit. Yeah. Um, I think. And I remember when he, when he was drafted, there was all this talk about him. And I think it's, it's just taken him a couple of years to get his body right. For the for the league and um, yeah, he looks he certainly looks more comfortable now on the floor. Yeah, Callum, you're on the board here. Thirty seconds. Who who are you looking at? I'm going to say with that Mo Barber pick, um, with that Zig, I will zag and I will take Wendell Carter, the Block Panther. Um, that's it. Um, did this to round out my roster a bit. I think look, there's upside there. I, I do agree with what you're saying. I think Mo Barber and Carter will probably split the minutes. They'll probably be around the 25 minutes a game each potentially. And, I, and on a night-to-night basis, maybe some of them, if they're a bit hot, he'll just get more of the minutes. That's how they'll play it out in Orlando. Uh, I will correct you a little bit on Mo Barber. I, um, I, only hate, I only hate his um, play as a more in the real world as a fantasy yeah. player. No, we love his fantasy I, game. I think he's, got, he's definitely got some prowess. Um, fantasy player, look, get him on my team. Is he going to win a playoff series? Absolutely not. But um, he could help you in fantasy. Uh, my guy, <laughs> who, I, who I was pretty keen about, Evan Moby, goes just before me. I'm, I'm surprised he lasted this long, to be honest, at pick 107. I do think he's going to have a big second half of the year. And he did start today over Lowry Markin, which I think is interesting. Uh, I'm looking at here, it's... I'm looking to shore up my assists because I know they're going to get pretty hard to find later. 
and he played pretty well today. He's an Aussie, so let's get me some Josh Giddy. I was hoping he'd be there for me. It was wishful thinking. I no, know. no, 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 no. <laughs> no Josh Giddy for you. No. Um, three Aussies in this draft. Oh, damn it, there goes Tate. Jay Sean Tate. Yeah, he was the starter. Was he was he the starter today? No, it was uh, Eric Gordon that started today, I think, for the Yeah, the Rockets. correct. Yeah, Eric Gordon will be injured within <laughs> a week. So <laughs> That's true. I was going to say, even if he does start, I don't know how many minutes he's getting. Ah, and there's Al Horford. I was the thing about Eric Gordon, he, he, um, he's definitely going to be in the trade market. So if you draft him now, I guarantee he will be on another team. And whether that's a bench roll, uh, which is probably maybe on the more likely end of the spectrum, I think that's where it's going to be throughout the year. On a roto league, maybe it doesn't affect you as much. A few of my guys getting taken here. Uh, Mitchell Robinson was someone who I was eyeing down just for that upside if I can, if I need to plug him in. Uh, there's a guy at the top of the board here. I'm still surprised hasn't gone, and I'm I'm gonna have to take him. I'm gonna have to take Devontae Graham at, at one thirteen. I know his field goal percentage sucks, but threes, points, assists. Uh, thank you very much. I'll take me some Devontae Graham. I probably need to look at getting some bigs and forwards uh, to round out my draft. But yeah, pretty happy with Devontae Graham at one hundred thirteen. What are your thoughts there, Value guys? Pick. Value? Definite, definite value pick. Look, field goal hurts, but his threes will be good. He'll be next to Zion. He'll get a lot of um, open shots. He is a bit of a hot, cold kind of guy on that end, but he'll explode for a few games. I think he'll look pretty good. Just hope that when he goes off, he'll he'll be on my uh, starting roster and not on my bench and, and not the other way around uh, with these uh, bench roto picks. All right, Kelly Oubre Jr. goes off the board. Not a huge fan of Oubre this this year. Just, I don't know. There's there's a It's a weirdly stacked Hornets roster. Uh, with Bridges there, with uh, Gordon Hayward, although he he could get injured. So I guess on your roto bench, it's not the worst thing. But I don't know. I, I don't necessarily see Phoenix Kelly Oubre Jr. coming back. Do you guys agree? Um, yeah, not sure, to be honest, because, we yeah, we've seen polar opposites yeah. in the last two years. So, uh, I mean, if he's somewhere in between Washington and Phoenix or Golden State and Phoenix, um, then I think he's draftable. But yeah. yeah, I just I think the I really like the Hornets roster, and I just don't think that they're going to need him to do a ton. So um, yeah, look, I think what are we one yeah one fourteen yeah yeah probably probably a bit earlier, but I'm okay. I mean, once you're in this area of the draft, it's a bit of a roll of the dice anyway. Yeah. So I, I suppose he is someone that has reached those heights before, so there is that. Uh, upside there, um, you can't deny that because obviously he's done it before. So um, I guess uh, yeah. from that standpoint, it's not the worst. All right, Callum, you're coming up in a pick's time. We just had Keldon Johnson go off the board. Who are you thinking? Um, I haven't really got a backup guard yet. So I'm, I'm actually kind of eyeing down um, potentially All-star Dennis Schroeder. All-star just Reggie because, just goes off the board. Yeah, all-star Reggie gone. Uh, but I think as a backup guard, Schroeder's pretty good. He's going to get minutes out in the Celtics. Um, I would like his threes to be a bit better. Field goal percentage obviously isn't amazing, but as a backup guard, I think that's pretty good. I'm going to take him. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's okay. I'm, I'm not too enthused by it. I don't know how much upside there is at this point. Yeah, but like for 117 for a starting point guard who, who will definitely go off here and there as a bit of a fill-in for my rest, um, I'm okay with that. You stay start. You say starting point guard. I don't know if he starts. I, I, I actually don't think he does. Yeah, I think it's going to be Richard Stalin in front. No, I think I think they're going to go with Smart at the the point guard, and they're probably going to get someone like either a Neesmith or a Richardson 
um, in at the two, or they move Jalen Brown down to the two, Tatum to the um, three, and they go Al Horford, um, yeah. Williams lineup. So I, I actually don't think that that Schroeder starts personally, but he, he should get plenty of minutes. Yeah, regardless, he's probably going to put up like yeah. you know twenty six minutes a game, and his output still will be pretty good points. I don't really need points to, that drastically, but I think as a guard, it's kind of what you're after, and we've seen can him get assists as yeah, well. We've seen him invaluable off the bench, like an OKC. So I was just. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just saying that, uh, yeah, he, I don't think he'll be starting in case people are thinking Matisse so Thybul. That was one of the guys on my list. I was, I was considering Matisse. Yes. I, I thought he was, a, he's a good fit for my team. I'm actually really let down. He's gone. Um, my next pick might have to be a similar player who's the last guy in my my queue now. So hopefully he's not start for me. That was a good pick there, Adam. I, I think you got the approval from the ball boys. What, what are your thoughts with Matisse there? Um, probably a bit biased because because of the Olympics and everything. So, yeah. um, and <laughs> he definitely yeah, won us I mean, over. Yeah, yeah, and I mean steals and blocks. He he's gonna he'll get me plenty of those. Um, he does hurt me in a couple of categories because he rarely scores at all. Nothing. Um, so it's not like he's even scoring eleven points, and he's slightly underwhelming. Yeah. He may score four points a game or six points. Oh, so fuck. oh, there goes Melton. Yeah. That's yeah, Melton. He wasn't um, going to make it back to me, was he? I was. Oh shit! I'm on the clock again. Um. So, based on that fact, um, I'm probably going to have to get a scorer now. I, I sort of said earlier that points was a, a category that I could almost ignore, um, but I'm going to go with, if he's there, yes, he is. I'm going to go with Jordan Poole for oh, the next my one. My Q's just getting annihilated at the moment. I, I didn't have him, I didn't even have him in my queue and I just realized he hadn't gone so yeah. I was going to go with Dylan Brooks there but um I think that's a much better selection. Yeah, I like Paul. Yeah. And he man he was he, he went was uh, off really the other day yesterday. I, I, yeah. yeah. look look it's just a preseason game guys. But oh, yeah, damn, look good. I think I think that's going to going to catch a lot of eyes and he was on our sleeper video. Uh I think he'll be well in the uh, public eye after the other game. Um yeah, seven threes, 30 points. Yeah, yep. the man can yep. score. And he's, yeah, I mean, he's arguably the second option on offense yeah. behind Steph. I mean, Wiggins is there as well, but... Wiggins, Wiggins did get his his, uh, his vaccination, so he's not going to be missing half the season like Kyrie no. currently is, but I'm still no. still high on him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm I'm pretty happy to get Paul there. I think let's let's also touch on uh, De'Anthony Melbourne. He's another he's another uh, guy who we're all very excited about. If he ever gets minutes, Callum, you can you can make your pick. But Adam, are you are you a De'Anthony Melton truther? Oh, I try to be. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm the, I'm in the same boat as everyone. I mean, we've seen him we've seen him do stuff, and but they just don't give him minutes. Um, he started today. Yes, what that means, did. I don't know. He started over Kyle Anderson, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, um, but Brooks, I mean, Brooks didn't play. No, he didn't play. Brandon Clark didn't play um, either. I don't know if but, Brandon Clark will play, to be honest. Well, I don't know. I, I really like Brandon Clark, but I, yeah, I don't know where he fits. Um, so, look, I, I don't know. I mean. At this point of the draft, you take Melton absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Um, because if he can play, I don't know what what's. I would say twenty six minutes might be wishful thinking. I, I don't know. Um, 
But if he can get to 25, 26 minutes, then he could be a top 60, top 70 player comfortably. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, mm. I've always been a big uh, DMT Melton fan. I think that they, they've set the tone with the moves they made in the offseason. So I'm, I'm optimistic that he can get there. Um, yeah. Callum, you selected Scotty Barnes. So now we're really taking our guys here. Um, talking- I thought it was a good pick. I, I was yeah, considering I like him with, with Batiste Thibault uh, on my last one because I needed a forward. I think this guy's upside in the defensive yeah. end could be just as good as Matisse, but he'll also definitely put more assists together. He will get minutes to start the season with Pascal out there, and I think he will force some minutes um, for the remainder of the season because he can guard one through five. Yeah, you, pa- you can keep him out there with so many lineups. Pascal Siakam's out, and uh, now we know Boucher is out as well. So I think there's there's lots of minutes, especially early in the season, for Scotty Barnes. And look, they they. They moved up. Well, they didn't, sorry, they didn't move up, but they surprisingly selected him at the fourth pick. So they they love the guy. They wanted. That, they've already said that he's going to be playing um, tons of minutes. I think was the quote. Um, so I, I think he's an excellent uh, late round flyer. Uh, personally, he, he's got a very friendly fantasy game if you can stomach the lack of points. All right, here's yeah. This is where we're taking all our guys here. So I'm very happy at pick 128 to get my boy here, Jaden McDaniel's. Didn't look great today. Didn't put up a great stat line in the uh, in the preseason game today. But I'm not deterred. I think he's um, he's got all the minutes heading his way at the power forward slash small forward position in Minnesota. Uh, blocks, steals, threes, some decent rebounds. Um, yeah, I think he I think he has some upside at this point in the draft. Uh, Larry Markkinen went uh, a couple of picks before me. Came off the bench for the Bulls. Sorry, not the Bulls. The Cavs today. What are we? What are we thinking with the rotation over there in in Cleveland? Is um is Larry Markkinen coming off the bench for the the entire year? Do we think, Cal? Um, it's. I think that is trying to mix it up. It's hard to determine what that rush is going to be like yeah. because yeah, look, Mobley they picked with the third pick in the draft. It's a pretty good investment, but they paid Markkinen a lot of money. So uh, one of them can start. You got Jared Allen there, who's the hundred million dollar man as well in the yeah. center position. So I'm not too sure. Uh, is probably long answer short. <laughs> I think that's probably the most accurate answer. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure either. <laughs> I, I thought that they were going to go marketing first, but um, today's game. I'll, I'll be watching closely. I think maybe they will go Mobley. I, I do think that improves his stock a little bit. All right, and I'm just. Yeah, this is the fun. Draft. I'm um, taking upside. Alperin Shangun, just so Callum doesn't get him in on, on his last pick. So my uh, guy, <laughs> uh, love him. I think obviously, even in like 13 minutes today, he put up eight rebounds, a steal, a block, and assist, five points. So all he needs is like 20, 22 minutes a game. And in Roto, towards the end of the season, I can easily see him getting that. So very happy to take him there for my last pick. All right, your last pick's coming up soon, Cal. Who, who are you eyeing off as your last flyer? Um, look, I'm on down. Maybe a Tyler Hero went off today. Um, we know he will definitely have the six-man role out in um, in Miami. So he's kind of on top of my list. His field goal does hurt. Look, that that's true. Is there anyone else? Maybe maybe Cole Anthony on the guard. He will be starting. He did show some flashes towards the end of last season. Um, Patrick Williams, I want some d- defensive stats. Maybe. Um, d- you got Terrence Mann. I actually really like Terrence Mann as well this year. Sleeper for most improved, I think. I think he will get minutes. I was uh, I was high on Terrence Mann until it doesn't look like he's going to be starting. He might he might break his way in there throughout the season, but I, I, I personally I've soured a little bit on him. Um, but I could be it could it could change soon. All right, who who you're on the clock here, Cal? 
I'm on the clock. I'm just going to have to take my Miami Heat guy and Tyler Hero, I think. Hey, yeah, I don't mind it. I think he's a heat check guy. He, he He's still good. He was he was ranked at 171 on Yahoo, I think it was, uh, but they recently adjusted it and brought him into the, I think it was like 124 or something around that mark. So um, glad to see that they've moved him up. All right, Adam, last pick for you. Who are you looking at? Uh... I don't know. It's, there's actually a ton of options. Um, there is, it's a 10-team league, so that you still have yeah. a, few, a few things to, to look at. Um, yeah, look, I'm, uh, I'll probably take TJ Warren. Um, yep. Yep. No, it's, very good it's, option. But it's an IR spot. Um, just keep him there until he's, well, if he's ready to go. I mean, we haven't really heard much, but. Um, I'm okay with, with taking him there. I mean, he's got top 50 upside, so... I won't lie. I completely forgot about TJ Warren, and I probably would have selected him <laughs> with my last pick if, if I hadn't. But So, yeah, I think that's a great selection. Oh, look, you've ended up with the uh, Turkish MVP. You can't be complaining. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will take my Alper and Shangun. And with the last pick, uh, Kobe won Kenobi. Who have you got? We've got one more pick in the draft. So uh, in a second, we'll go through our our... our picks here guys explain sort of our thought process uh, from the start of the draft and how that shaped our picks where we think we're strong in um, unfortunately I don't think I don't think Fantrax has like a projections in, in how they think the league's gonna go unlike Yahoo but uh, we'll have a look at that and Killian Hayes last off the board I don't mind that pick it's definitely some upside there in points and sorry assists and steals let's start with you Callum uh, talk us through your draft and, and, and how you thought you went any regrettable picks your favourite picks and, and overall strategy um, look we'll work my way through I started with Luca, so I knew my field goal and free throw so both my those kind of categories I would try and potentially make up or I'd maybe punt one, but those things do let me down. But the points, rebounds, assists, that is so huge, especially in a league like this. Um, the defensive stats aren't there either, but those three are just so heavy that it, this gives me such a boost. I then went on to take um, some bonus for a, kind of like a similar reason, uh, a big man. The big man, they're, they're hard to come by, as we touched on during this draft. So I, I was kind of happy to take him, maybe a bit of a reach, but I think the big guys, look, I, I just had to take him just to feel a bit more comfortable I then went into a LeBron James followed by a Westbrook um, tandem, which once again, it's just stacking the points, rebounds and assists. So those categories, I'm elite. Um, so then after that, I kind of just started to find some guys to specialize in. I got a DeJounte Murray who specializes in steals. I got a CJ McCollum who gives me a lot of points again, upping up the points, but also the threes. Um, I then jumped to Isaiah Stewart to get my center spot. I think he, he's a bit of a sleeper this year. He's, I'm really happy to get him in the 60s. Um, he could be a top 50 guy. Um, and then Robert Covington, steals, blocks, threes, another specialist. I've got Jakob Pertl, um, great in blocks. Um, RJ Barrett, just to round out my forward roster, which he's just a solid pick. Um, a boring pick, but a solid pick. And then my, my bench guys, um, a bit more flyers, Wendell Carter. Um, he could be dropped, I don't know, on the waiver wire. Maybe Mo Bumba takes his role. You know, it's okay. i got Schroeder, who I think is a reasonable backup guard. Um, Scotty Barnes, who I think is a bit of a sleeper. He's looking pretty good these days. And, and Tyler Hero to round up my roster. Yeah, I, I do like, I especially liked, I think your Covington pick at pick 77 was really good. And Scotty Barnes, I am a big fan of uh, late in the draft. Adam, let's talk through your teams. Uh, any favorite picks of yours or picks you regret or, or, or any general strategy things you want to touch on with your team? Uh, no, look, I mean, being my first Roto draft, it was interesting because... Um, 
having to look for stats that I'm not usually looking for and, and looking at the rankings <laughs> and, and projections and all that sort of thing a different way. Yes. Um, I'm generally pretty happy. Um, probably probably a couple of picks there that weren't ideal um, and a couple of reaches as well. Hard, I mean, Harden with my first pick is fine. Um, yep. Happy to get him. Happy to get um, Vooch with my second pick. I think that was good value. Uh, my third pick, who do I go? Zach Levine. I think that's about right for him. It's probably his ceiling. There's not much value, but um, he gets me points. Yeah, uh, it's, a bit of a, in- it's a bit of a funny point in the draft there because there, there isn't, I don't know, too many guys screaming out there that could improve really at that point in the draft. No, and as you said, he he he's he's solid in both percentages, yep. which is um which is really helpful in a roto league. So, yep. uh, pretty happy to get him there. Then I went with Christian Wood, again, probably his ceiling, but um this is where the centers start to go. So yep. I needed rebounds, uh, here, followed up with Anthony Edwards. So that was sort of shoring up my steals uh, and points again. Uh, early on with him, forty's probably probably a bit early, but I think that's where you're going to have to take him. Yeah. Um, I think that's his he, ADP is climbing slowly. Again, that emphasis on points, I think, is the is the reason. Yeah. There. Yep. Um, so then, where do I go after him? Gordon Haywood, uh, good roto guy, doesn't hurt you anywhere. Um, top fifty sort of sort of player. Uh, followed with. McCall Bridges, so much the same. Um, yeah. So that was sort of two really good roto guys there back-to-back. Um, then I went with Kelly Olenek uh, at 79. That's probably about as high as I've seen him go. Um, if I remember correctly, that was a, a result of the center run, the, the, the big run uh, towards the end there. Yeah, it was. Um, and and again, in a, in a roto, he doesn't destroy me anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so... I was sort of coming into the season, I was hoping that he'd be falling to 100, 110, but he seems to be just sneaking up draft boards and yeah. going in the 90s. Um, yeah. So a little bit early, but uh, I'm not I'm not too disappointed. Uh, then I went with Tyrese Maxey. That is a reach. <laughs> but um, as I said, it would have been Conley there who yeah. would have looked much better um, in the ninth round. But maybe tax. Tyrese Maxey proves us wrong and, and um, comes out and plays 30 minutes and gets, I don't know, 18 points, six assists. I don't know if it's going to happen. But. If, if we've learned anything the last couple of mock drafts that are on our, on our podcast, uh, it's, it's that Tyrese Maxey has the Adam King uh, sleeper stamp of approval, I think. He does at the moment, yeah. But, yep. I mean, as I said on in that 20-team one, we, if, if you, Simmons he wasn't is coming traded, back to you either. who's coming back yeah. um, in, in a trade That's as well? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it is a risk, but um, then we went with uh, Dinwiddie. I'm, I'm probably not too happy with that pick there. Uh, I know he'll get assists and points. Doesn't really do anything else, though, um, when I think about it. His percentages aren't great. He doesn't really get steals, doesn't hit a lot of threes. Um, so that's probably the pick I'm least happy with. Uh, and then my bench was Mo Bumba, uh, Matisse Thibel, Jordan Poole, and TJ Warren. I'm pretty happy with all of those guys. They all bring something to the table. Um, and and TJ Warren is my last pick. Like I said, it's he he is sliding down draft boards because he's not getting picked. And so he is yeah. a player who 
uh, as you said, people are forgetting about him yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I literally um, forgot him. And if he only misses 15, 20 games in a, in a roto format, then I'm happy to get 50 or 60 games from a top 60 player. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. And um, yeah, like I said, if I if I had remembered to, I, I definitely would have selected him too. So I think he was a good pick. I'll, I'll talk through my my team here. Started with uh, Damian Lillard, who I think is a bit of a, a bit of a steal and a good a guy who fell in that first round at pick eight. Followed up with who I think is a clear top thirteen guy, Bradley Beal, in a roto format. You can you can afford to, especially with those riskier. Um, uh, vaccination sort of guys, if they miss a game, you know, it doesn't hurt you too much in, in like a playoff situation or anything like that. Uh, I, I think my team overall is is fairly average in everything, which uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think I've looked after my percentages really well. I should be strong in both field goal and free throw. I've got no one really um, destroying my percentages anywhere. Um, I, I'm pretty happy with how my, my big guys looked out with uh, with DeAndre Ayton, Robert Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr., PJ Washington. Um, so I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with how those guys looked. I've made a conscious effort to get those guys uh, maybe slightly earlier than maybe what they might finish the year as. But I think just with that uh, positional scarcity, I'm very happy with with where I got them. Uh, and then, yeah, a few, few upside guys. I, I targeted assists early with my bench guys with Giddy and Devontae Graham because I know that that's hard to get. And I think I was lacking a little bit with, with some players like Jalen Green um, who, who might not get me too many assists uh, who are sitting in my guard spots and none of my bigs really pass the ball too much. So um, needed to shore up those assists in case I need to pivot and, and boost that up a little bit. Um, Jaden McDaniels and Sengun, just pure upside guys, guys who I'm a big fan of and I think are have big seasons ahead of them. So uh, that'll do it for us today, guys. Let us know in the comments what you thought of the draft. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Let us know who you think had the best draft. Let us know um, how you think we went in in the Roto format. If you like this type of content, let us know in the comments. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thumbs up the YouTube video. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere, wherever you're listening. And we will catch you guys next time. Laters. Laters.